Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Daily Delights podcast. This is your host, Chef Kristen. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to share with you all that we're actually recording this episode from South Florida, the sunny, sunny Florida, more specifically, the Miami area. So literally this episode, I'm sharing with you my experiences this week i've been here since friday i actually leave out tomorrow morning um i wanted to kind of share with you my experience with each of these restaurants they're very much so on the local side versus you know the tourist restaurants or where everybody thinks you know your wet willies that type of thing fridays me personally when i go out to eat and i'm visiting an area i do not like to go and deal with the tourist stuff first of all it's always way too crowded Second of all, I don't necessarily think that the food is the best. It's just more so, I guess, more streamlined. The food options, whereas though it's kind of appealing to everyone, a broader cast, because it's for the the tourists as opposed to the locals. Um, Also, I don't like the prices. I feel as though they gouge you on the pricing because they know, okay, this is a tour tourist areas like for instance it's south beach miami they know everybody's going to go to the beach everybody's going to visit wet willies because it has you know such they've been so successful in their branding you know everybody wants to go there so because of the fact that it's on the beach and because everyone knows about it and it's popular the prices there are going to be so much more are going to be so much higher and more expensive than somewhere else. Um, also, I don't like to go to, you know, your Fridays, your Outbacks, the more corporate restaurants. I mean, literally, we have those in Maryland. So what's the point in going, leaving from Maryland to come to Florida to eat the same stuff that I would eat back at home? To me, it's pointless. I've never been that type. I won't ever be that type. Um, literally, it's a list of maybe about five to six restaurants that I've tried or experienced since Friday. Uh, literally, the way we found these places was either good old Google. It is literally my best friend when I want to experience or try something new. Literally, we just kind of typed in restaurants in the area and you kind of go from there. You read reviews. You look at kind of what you have an appetite for, whatever. That's pretty much my formula for choosing restaurants, literally. Um, or um, because my fiance has traveled to Miami Beach only a million times he's very familiar with the area so we kind of went that route too like what areas he likes to go to what like areas he likes to dine in um also we looked at places that we found via um social media not even social media i'm lying um not in this particular case anyway we found a couple of restaurants based on like one i saw on travel channel there were a couple he found on different webisodes that he likes to watch and podcasts he likes to listen to so um literally none of these restaurants that i have or did we have a bad experience everything was phenomenal from the ambiance of the restaurant to literally the pricing like i don't know i'll say for me the pricing was better than what i expected to me it's co- pretty comparable to the pricing in maryland although i know maryland is one of like the most expensive states to live in the cost of living is so much higher um but i feel as though on average literally like the tabs that we had here in miami were pretty much mirrored the tab that i would get in maryland um also what else literally uh this everything from like i said the food was good the dining experience the uh, 
experience with the wait staff was really good. Um, and I'll say this. Literally every restaurant that we went to down here in Miami had a service charge included. With that being said, I was not upset at all. It made the dining experience a whole lot easier. Um, what I did find interesting, though, is that it's a completely different mindset, in my opinion, here than what it would be like somewhere in Maryland. So there's places in Maryland that you can go to that have automatic gratuity. Okay, fine, no big deal. They make sure that you are fully aware. So it's not like, okay, a sticker shock at the end of your dining experience or anything like that. But what I find in Maryland is most places that have um, gratuity included and more oftentimes than not, sadly, you just get whatever service they feel as though they want to provide that day. If it's great service, you're locked up. More oftentimes than not, it's almost that attitude or that air that they carry about them where as though it's like, hey, I know I'm getting paid X amount of money anyway. I know I'm getting a tip. So what's the point in us playing this, you know, song and dance, I guess? I'm not quite sure what their reason behind it is, but literally I've had some of the worst experiences in dining ever in Maryland at restaurants that have gratuity already included. Now, I experienced the exact opposite here in Miami. Every restaurant was um, automatic gratuity included. However, I still feel as though, like, Literally every server took the time to explain their menus, to um, answer any questions that we may have had, to give us suggestions, just even basic conversation. They were very personable, very friendly, very outgoing, very spoken. They actually took time. It didn't feel as though you were being kind of rushed through your dinner service. They actually took time to, you know, talk to you and make, uh, they literally almost made us feel like we were locals. Um, So that I loved. Um literally on friday we went to a place called divine it's spelled d um apostrophe v-i-n-e so it's divine which is located in south beach i want to say if i remember correctly it was located off like collins avenue or maybe it was washington avenue i'm not quite sure but you can always google divine um it's actually a mediterranean restaurant they actually also have hookahs available so just to kind of explain what the ambiance of the restaurant was they actually have a dining area in their courtyard which was really nice and that's where all the hookah and whatnot predominantly was smoked but then they also have a dining restaurant area where of course they have tables you can smoke the hookahs in there they actually have a bar there with bartenders the whole shebang um we did get cocktails the cocktails were pretty basic like well actually i just got a glass of wine a glass of uh cab my fiance got um a glass of wine as well ended up getting a shot later um so it was nothing special really going on with the cocktails they did have a cocktail menu we just kind of stuck to it as though we felt as though we wanted that day um so and even with the cocktail menu looking at it it was actually pretty extensive um some of the flavors i was personally unaware of but the bartender again had no issue with explaining the different flavor profiles anything like that they were very knowledgeable about the menu um so we did get an appetizer we got a falafel it's our appetizer so literally it had about five falafel balls it had a full um piece of pita also it came with the tahini sauce and the vegetables which of course were the tomato cucumbers and the onions um the falafel i think was really good especially coming from a person who hates um 
cilantro and it actually had quite a bit of cilantro in there but it was actually really really good for an entree we actually split the entree as well what i found here any i can't say what i found here but literally all of the restaurants we went to the portion sizes were huge so we literally split the entree there and it was what did we get we got um kofta kebab so it came yet again with pita bread it came with tzatziki sauce uh yellow rice and about five kofta now kofta if you're not sure what that is it's literally like minced lamb it has uh or ground lamb with um usually mint and a lot of different herbs and spices um and it also came with the traditional tomatoes cucumbers and onions uh the salad it was really uh, it came with a side salad as well it was really really good it was my fiance's first time having kofta he really enjoyed it I mean, the menu itself is really traditional Mediterranean food. Everything from tabbouleh to um, grape leaves, hummus. They had pretty much everything. It was really, really good. Um, then on Saturday, we went to a place called Boca's House, which was located in Doral, Florida. So Boca's House is spelled B-O-C-A-S House. It's two separate words. And again, it's located in Doral, D-O-R-A-L, Florida, which it is. Boca's House is a Latin American fusion restaurant. It was delicious. It probably, if I had a top two restaurants, that would definitely, it was literally number one initially in the beginning of the week, but it ended up falling down to number two. But it was nonetheless, like, no disrespect to Boca's House. They were really, really good. It was delicious. The ambiance was um, very, very nice, actually. Um the restaurant itself sat about 80 so it was a nice decent sized restaurant uh it had a garden wall they had uh the setup was very simplistic it was you know wood grain table wood grain chairs no salt and pepper or um sugar caddies or any of that stuff cluttering the tables um very nice like little almost like kitchen um towels they were like white linen towels with like a blue stripe down the middle um, the silverware was really nice, or flatware, I'll say. Um, what else? They had a very nice and extensive wine list. They also featured um, their housemaid sangria, which I didn't get this time, but I'm definitely going back to this restaurant, so it doesn't really matter. Not to me, anyway, sorry. But they had uh, sangria you can purchase by the glass or by the bottle as well and kind of divvy up the bottle amongst your table. Uh, but they had, you could choose from red, white, sparkling, or rosé sangria. All of them looked delicious. Uh, what else? They had, as far as the menu goes, like, oh, they did have cocktails there as well. But it was more so, I was more so impressed with the wine list. Um, they had beer available as well. Um, the menu, the first, they had the first two pages were like the appetizers were all either Latin American style dishes or their house dishes um and they ranged in popularity the second two pages were of uh were the main entrees but they were the uh Latin American style dishes the last two pages had the Latin American fusion which it was a fusion of Asian food so it was Latin American and Asian where everything was either you know with a pan fried noodle and stir fried vegetables or rice or they had a dish that was kind of sort of similar to pad thai 
Um, but everything on the menu on the last two pages was Asian fusion. And then the back of the menu had their desserts, which was pretty much either they had cake, brownies, cookies, milkshakes, which the milkshake looked phenomenal. Now, they were $20 milkshakes. However, they were like gourmet, like legitimate awesome looking milkshakes I, like, I literally would have not had a problem with spending $20 on a milkshake and they were so huge that you could literally share them with like one or two people so like my fiance and I could have split the milkshake and been just as content I would have had no problem with it he had no problem with it but literally by the time we were done we were stuffed so as an appetizer on this menu we had their um housemade mac and cheese now me i'm very particular about my mac and cheese i do not eat everyone's mac and cheese i definitely don't normally order it when i go to restaurants at all however this mac and cheese um the server kind of like pushed us towards it she said it was like their number one appetizer and it should be if she lied it definitely should be the number one which i don't think she did but even if she did it definitely should have been number one on their appetizer list so it was mac and cheese gourmet mac and cheese white cheese um, it had four different cheeses encrusted on the top, but it also where it was like did like what what sold it for me was is that it was mac and cheese with um, short braised short rib. It was delicious. It almost taste wise kind of reminded me of like a beef stroganoff almost, but without the mushroom. It definitely was very creamy. It also uh, was garnished with bacon and chives it was so delicious like delicious it and it was large enough actually whereas though if you wanted to order the appetizer as your meal you could do so and be full um now entree wise again we ended up splitting an entree because by the time we were done with the appetizer he was pretty much full i was still ready to go with you know ordering the next thing on the menu so entree wise i ordered from the fusion side of the restaurant um uh, of the menu I'm sorry, and I ordered would have been what would have would be close to like a Japanese pan fried noodle. So it was pan fried noodles. It had oh my goodness, the most succulent beef I've ever had in my life. It had uh, stir fried vegetables in there, and the sauce was like their house sauce, which the sauce was really good to me. It almost tasted like hoisin meets teriyaki meets um. Obviously, it was soy sauce in there. Um, what is the other sauce? I can't even think of the other sauce, but it was really good. But it was like a traditional, like, Asian sauce almost. Um, but the vegetables were pea snaps, red onions, and pea snaps, red onions, and red peppers. Really, really good. Like I said, this is like some of the most succulent, soft beef i've ever had in my entire life it was very very tender very juicy very flavorful the whole dish was very flavorful so that was pretty much it for Boca's house definitely make sure that that is on your list if you're visiting the south florida area it just needs to happen so sunday we kind of went to a number of places so we went to the world famous house of mac and this is actually a food truck so i saw this on i think it was travel channel one of the shows and once I found out that it actually, I couldn't remember where I saw it from. I couldn't remember that it even existed in Florida. I just remember I saw it. And when it popped up on Google, and then also my fiance saw it on a webisode for another food show. When it popped up, we were like instantly both like, hey, we have to go. Now, sadly, we didn't even get any mac and cheese from this place. 
we ended up getting mango pepper wings the wings were delicious the wings were fried to a crisp nice and golden brown the sauce was like you could tell it was like a real mango sauce it was like very thick very um very i wouldn't say very sweet but very thick very rich you could tell you were eating like sauce that had like almost like a mango puree that they mixed with maybe like a I wouldn't even say pineapple juice I don't know what it was but it was really good um and then like cracked black pepper it was amazing the wings were delicious it, like I said it's a food truck at a food truck park um and the actual food truck is located in Wynwood which is I'll say like South Beach South Beach's art district really cool if you're into any of the arts performing arts visual arts whatever the case may be it was amazing it's a lot of graffiti around there really cool really fresh hip whatever um but winwood is spelled w-y-n-w-o-o-d and again this place was the world famous house of mac food truck if you're vegan they have vegan food options there they had a vegan burger they had um like I said, they had the wings, multiple flavors of the wings. Obviously, it's a Mac food truck, so they had mac and cheese galore. They had um, also chicken there available, so it was a little bit of something for everyone. Um, next, at the same spot, located in the same area, Winwood, was the Jerk Grill food truck. So from there, we got a Jerk Burger. Well, no, it was called the Badman Burger, so... B-A-D-M-O-N burger. Badman burger. So it was a burger. It's cooked to order. It's on a nice, really fresh Kaiser bun. It had um, their jerk sauce, peppers, onions. You can even add shrimp. I think it was like for $5 or $8, something like that. It was reasonable, but it was like nice big jumbo shrimp. Um, And it came with fries. The fries, they put their own... um, they call it sweet heat. So to me, it tasted almost like cinnamon and like rock or kosher salt and cracked pepper. It was really good. Like, I've never really thought to put cinnamon on a fry, but it went really well, especially with the jerk. Um, like I said, the jerk burger with the jerk sauce. It was really good. It was a nice little kick to everything. It wasn't overly spicy it wasn't like okay now i need something to drink because i'm gonna die i'm like choking or coughing or my mouth's on fire it wasn't like that type of heat at all it was very very nice um and they had some of everything on their menu as well and then on sundays they feature a whole red snapper dish so they fry the snapper up for you whole and it comes with um sides two sides then as well um next we went to the drunken dragon now that was literally my favorite like i said boca house was probably my favorite initially but it kind of got bumped down to number two and here's why the drunken jack dragon which is located on in south beach miami was amazing so when you go in it's a very nice low lit masculine feel everything is like almost like got an amber glow to it obviously because it is a uh Asian fusion restaurant more so catering to Korean barbecue it obviously has um, attributes that make it look like an Asian restaurant but it was very nice it was just like very rustic and masculine and in its look and like I said everything was almost like an amber glow the music was so on point if you're if you love hip-hop and an old-school hip-hop head I mean like literally it was almost like Wu-Tang 
I don't know. I felt like I was listening to a Wu-Tang album. I mean, obviously, they played more than Wu-Tang, but that was the kind of vibe I got. Like, that nice hip-hop, like, okay, this is nice and smooth. And every song they played, you knew the words to. If you like hip-hop, you knew the words to. It was just, the ambiance was amazing. They had a very extensive list for sake. They had very extensive whiskey and bourbon list. Their libations period was amazing i actually i ended up getting their house sake which was delicious it was smooth it it tasted really good it wasn't too floral it was amazing my fiance ended up getting a old-fashioned but he got it with a japanese bourbon which tasted delicious it was literally one of the best old fashions i've ever had in my life appetizer wise what did we get oh we started with kimchi which was good obviously served cold it was a little too cold to me so i got them to kind of bring it up to room temperature at least which was really good they had no problem with i know i was being a little picky at that moment but again like i said the wait staff was phenomenal there but the kimchi was really really good it definitely was spicy um and then for our entree we got it's on their menu you'll see that it ranges from appetizers to entrees to shareable meals so we got one of the shareable meals or a meat board as they called it so you get a nice big wooden meat board and it had we got the pork shoulder meal so it was pork shoulder and it had the three dipping sauces. It had dim sun, which is their um, steamed buns. And then it came with like a little basket that had bib lettuce, mint, and cilantro. Obviously, because I hate cilantro, I did not eat the cilantro. But literally, I did some as a lettuce wrap. I did some with the dim sum. Either way, I added the mint. They had um, a chimichurri sauce. They had, which their chimichurri was really good. Most chimichurris, I feel as though they're really, really bland and taste like nothing. So I normally, typically don't eat them. Their chimichurri, like, I couldn't get enough of. They had a red dragon sauce, which was a spicy, like, red sauce that they had, which was really good. And then they had it with hoisin. Hoisin is one of, like, my favorite Asian sauces. So it was really good. They bring everything out on this huge, huge, big meat board. And you get, like, about a quarter of the pork shoulder and it's just sitting on the board and so they say hey well do you want to cut it we can cut it you know like because we were we actually dined in i'm sorry at the bar so they have full service dining area as well you can sit at the table and then you can it's served to you like hey you know like a traditional dining experience the server brings out the food to you on the plates you eat it then they also have the kind of like do-it-yourself Korean barbecue where they bring everything out to you and you barbecue your own meats. We wanted to do that, but unbeknownst to us, apparently for those tables you actually have to reserve those and they need to know in advance. So we didn't able we weren't able to do the do-it-yourself barbecue Korean style. But so and we kind of wanted to sit at the bar anyway. So um, we were at the bar and they are, like the bartender was very nice and was like, "Hey, do you want to cut it yourself?" Um, because she knew I was a chef. Because again, we had. A lot of conversation going. She was very personable. Or she's like, hey, we can cut it for you. This is normally what we do. So I'm like, you know, you can go ahead and cut it for us. So the knobs were the cutest. The knobs actually almost looked like switchblades, but they weren't actual switchblades. They were actually like steak knives, but that's just the kind of look it had to it. So, you know, she chopped everything up for us and shredded the um, pork shoulder for us, and we were free to dive in and dine in. 
literally they have a dessert menu we didn't even want to see it because after we got done eating the pork shoulder we were full we were done we were ready to go it was delicious it was to die for definitely going back they also feature a seven day a week happy hour so definitely make sure you go during the happy hour um time frame i think it was from four to seven their happy hour menu i liked even better than their regular menu and the regular menu was really extensive really really well put together you can tell that the chef or whoever created the menu had a passion for it it was amazing uh and then last but not least the last place i had or we had was on yesterday on monday and it looks like it's spelled lagranja i might be saying this wrong but i think it's pronounced laranja or laranja and it is in miami gardens it is a peruvian restaurant it's dine-in but they also feature a drive-thru. So we definitely did the drive-thru. We were kind of tired, very busy yesterday. So we ended up getting, he got the steak dinner where it was steak. It had a nice little sauce. It almost had, tasted like it had curry in the sauce too. Um, but it was a nice flank steak he got, or skirt steak, I'm sorry. It was a nice skirt steak with, again, the jumbo shrimp that had been like sauteed with, onions and tomatoes and then he i forget what size he got he got oh garlic potatoes which were really really good i love garlic so to me the more garlic you put in it the better and he had also i don't remember his second side anyway my dish i had was the fried fish which was actually grouper the fish was fried to perfection it wasn't overcooked it wasn't undercooked it literally was cooked perfectly um and a garlic sauce with shrimp and actually both dishes came with scallops they were like the little baby seats uh the baby scallops baby scat bay scallops i'm sorry y'all i got tongues tied on that one but they were bay scallops um in both of our dishes so mine had the fried grouper the shrimp the bay scallops i got a house salad that had if you go to fridays they have it's like a um they call it avocado ranch the dressing, I'm not sure what it was made from, but it tasted very similar to that. Really good. And a basic house salad, lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, that type of thing. And I got yellow rice with it. So I just kind of mixed my rice in with the creamy garlic sauce that was with my fish and my shrimp. And it was really good. Um, like I said, I'm a sucker for scallops. So even though they were baked scallops and they were a little small, they weren't stingy with them at all like it didn't even say that it came with scallops so i guess if you're allergic to any type of shellfish obviously one you wouldn't be getting it with the shrimp but but they do have the fried fish itself the fried grouper with the garlic sauce but just kind of beware because again on the menu it didn't say anything about scallops but they threw those in and it was plenty so so much so i enjoyed it to the point where i didn't even end up eating my shrimp or all of my shrimp i'll say but i finished my fish and the scallops and my sides just like any of the other restaurants we had, um, the portion sizes there were huge as well. So if you want to try some Peruvian and you're in the Miami Gardens area, check out Laranja. So thank you all for tuning in. Make sure that you listen on uh, any of your podcast platforms or on the web at anchor.fm 
backslash or forward slash chef hyphen Kristen that is anchor.fm slash c-h-e-f hyphen k-h-r-y-s-t-y-n feel free to subscribe if you do have a podcast platform any of your podcast platforms search for us as the daily delights podcast the icon or the picture you can look for is it's like teal in color it's hashtag chef Kristen hashtag daily delights Feel free to share this podcast episode as well as any of our other archive episodes with any of your friends, any family members, any other chefs, um, any foodies, anyone that's interested in anything food related. Share with them. You all are free to comment, to um, like any of these episodes, to call in and, you know, we can get a dialogue going. Just, you know, like I said, feel free to share with anyone you think might be interested. Tune in on Tuesdays at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when we do our or drop our new episodes. And you all have a great week. I look forward to talking to you soon. On a brighter note, if you're in the Miami area, we are actually transitioning. We just moved to Miami this weekend. So right now, I'll kind of be going back and forth for at least the next six to eight months or so between Maryland and Miami but after the eight months I will officially be a resident of Miami Florida so you will definitely be hearing more information from me as it relates to food things related in Miami so you guys are getting a little bit of both nowadays so thank you again for tuning in you all have a great week and I'll talk to you soon